Welcome to The Mark of Igon, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes Beat Me. This is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago. And this week's episode is Season 3, Episode 17, Enemies. We're going to talk about plot. We're going to talk about characters. We're going to be talking about sweet, sweet lore. So spoilers abound for this episode, every episode before it, after it, the comics, and possibly even other shows and movies. Now, I know that as the season winds down, all you faithful Beat Me listeners might be getting a little sad, but I have two words to make all the pain go away. Miniature golf. Hello, welcome back. We're here again. Here, where are we? Where is it that we are, which is here? Beat Me. That's where we are. My name's Kelly. I'm one of the hosts, but I also have co-host. Stacia, what's, what's your name? <laughs> I mean, Stacia, say hello. Stacia. <laughs> Daniel, say hello. We're at Beat Me Headquarters. That's right. Uh, what are we here to talk about? Enemies, episode 17, wow. season three, originally aired March 16th, 1999, written by Doug Petrie. We just did a whole big thing on him because he did the commentary for uh, Bad Girls, which we, which only a couple episodes ago. Uh, the next one won't be until The Initiative. So that's season uh, four, episode seven. So it's a while. Wow. So we get another Doug Petrie story. Directed by David Grossman. This is actually the first of 13 for the series, including a couple of bangers like The Yoko Factor and Tabula Rasa. Mm. Uh, he also served as a director on a lot of episodes and the executive producer on Desperate Housewives. And uh, directed, um, sorry, also some episodes of Lost, Malcolm in the Middle, and Dead Like Me and Ally McBeal. So got a lot of directing under his belt. Uh, what, uh, what happened in this here episode? Does anybody know? I mean, it's a little convoluted, but, uh, we open on post Bangle, uh, date at the uh, Sun Cinema. <laughs> Gross. I'm sorry. Bangle. Does that make you feel better? Is it Bangle or Bangel? We'll say Bangel. I think it was just porny this time around. Mm-hmm. Less bunnies. Mm. Uh, mm. coming back from a movie theater, Faith catches them on right. Maple Court. Maple Court. Never Main Street. Not Main Maple Street. Court. Uh, decides to go on patrol. For some reason, Angel doesn't come with, which is inexplicable considering he's also a superhero. Uh, and can totally be useful in the fight against evil, but that's fine. Uh, while they're out and about, they are approached by a demon named Skylar, who is better at shouting before being stabbed through the heart than Deputy Marin, Alan Finch, never forget. <laughs> yes. uh, he says, hey, I've got the books of Ascension. You don't know what those are, but you're going to want them, I promise. Would Angel yeah. have known this guy? Not known him personally, but like he yeah, does maybe. know that there's a world of demons out there. This is our first like hanging out demon. Like, I'm just yeah. trying to live in the world. And well, I have don't we go to like Willie's place where that's his whole clientele? Sure, but we don't really interact, we don't really with, interact with Yeah, them. Yeah. This and is like the first one I can guess. remember. This actually, the Buffy Wiki points that out too, of, of this is kind of the biggest establishing gray area thing. Like demons can be people. For, yeah. you know like they're not all necessarily bad while well, we've kind of explored that concept a little bit this is our first like character I representation mean, unless your faith in a demon's a demon the demon's a demon yeah. uh skylar does have the books of ascension uh faith wants them because the mayor wants them because he doesn't want anyone else to have them so faith goes kill skylar for the books and brutal, then brutal murder we transition into a plot to take angel's soul from him uh we try faith doing her sexy approach by trying to get faith or angel to sleep with her it doesn't work out so they have a demon sorcerer shaman person try to take it via magic force you don't know his name he doesn't have a name no he does not he is unnamed shaman slash sorcerer slash, slash pirate pirate slash monk yes. slash assassin's creed character yes exactly slash husband yes oh yes he is a husband oh right he is the <laughs> husband of someone true true <laughs> 
Uh, so Possibly father, who knows? We are meant to. Could to you believe? imagine tiny little demon babies like with the glowing eyes and the head wrap? That would be really cute. Actually. It'd be cute and Aww. scary. Could you imagine that pattering down the hallway in the middle of the night? <laughs> you just that's what nightmares are made of. Disappearing in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> pretty dope. <laughs> Can you imagine every time you're trying to find your kid to like clean their room and they're just like, I've disappeared. <laughs> Don't you disappear on me. <laughs> so we think Angel's lost his soul. Uh, all of our friends, with the exception of Buffy and Giles, apparently are, are unaware of, of that there's actually a secret plot. Angel hasn't lost his soul. This is all acting. Uh, but Faith does, also doesn't know that Buffy and Angel know. It's a whole little subterfuge betrayal thing. Uh, so the moral of the story is Angel didn't actually lose his soul, but they convinced Faith enough that she spilled the beans on the mayor's plot. Uh, Faith goes back with her tail between her legs to the mayor, and uh, Angel and Buffy have tension in there relationship for the first time ever they've Bullshit. never had a rocky relationship before how can they ever weather this really mild storm that's uh that's that's the plot <laughs> and if it sounded convoluted when i was explaining it i think i i was pretty faithful to the original so there's not really any firsts in this episode aside you know like I, we never really count the monster of the week as a first because that's yeah. every week uh but the the, the film that that buffy and angel oh, yeah. are seeing at the beginning la banquet de Emilia. Mm. Or the Amelia Banquet. <laughs> Fun fact thing that the, the Shrouded Man, who is the other alias of the sorcerer slash uh, demon person that comes to help, is he looks a lot like when a member of the Tribunal, which is in the Angel episode Judgment Season 2, Episode 1, which uh, is a supernatural court that settles matters by trial by com- combat. So he looks a lot like them, but that's never actually clearly stated. It's not canon that he's part of that or one of those demons. Anyway. But wouldn't you love that continuity? I would, but that's okay. I got I got stuff. I got stuff in this episode. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the mayor. Frankly, I don't like to think about that. I like good positive up thoughts. If you failed me in that way, well, you know, replacing Mr. Trick was chore enough. <laughs> oh, come on, don't worry. Drink up. There's nothing uncool about healthy teeth and bones. So on the topic of lore, I definitely want to get into the mayor and kind of the history of Sunnydale a little bit, because I feel like we haven't actually delved into it. But uh, the episode at hand begs discussing. So, Stacia, how did you feel about this episode? I don't want to go first. Daniel, how do you feel about this episode? I didn't like this episode. Really? No. It's preposterous. It's built on a (laughs) flimsy premise. And everyone acts stupidly. It's very hard. It's very hard to follow. None of it makes sense. Where are people? How do they get places very fast? They're all wearing the same clothes all the time. So it doesn't make sense. And the clothes switch and then they switch back to them. And uh, and I don't like episodes that take... It should have been from uh, Faith's perspective. We should have known that they were fooling her. And we should have seen that. And not like trick the audience. I didn't really care for that. So that's just me. That is just dumb. And when I when I saw Buffy inside of the library, and I realized she said, you know, I went to Angel's house, but he wasn't there. I was like, okay, well, the fact that we didn't see that means that something is afoot. And I was either like, she didn't go, and what the fuck is going on here, or they've hatched a secret plot. Well, so, at that time, Angel and Faith were with the mayor, conferring about. No, the, we saw basically it was. Hey, I give you leave to go, and then we get Angel and Faith. Faith turns him, and they're writhing on the ground, mm-hmm. her on top. And so you think that Buffy, I got leave to go from Willow. I'm going to see Angel, and I'm going to walk in on 
her on top of him. Right. Like that's what you think is going to happen. And then after that, Buffy never shows up. And then we cut to the library and that's where she's there saying, no, I went and no one was there. We got to assume it's when they were out talking to the mayor, which is the next scene that they're in. No, but they did. She did go. She did talk. They did confer like Buffy did go and talk to angel and they hatched this plan. Right. Maybe. That's what I mean. When do you think they hatched the plan? Yeah, well, that's going to be a point right, of contention well, later. Then we could talk about that. Because yeah. in my head, she went then and atta- made up the plan. Yeah. And because she knew better. She knew that Angel wouldn't do that. But if, in my head, it was Willow that was like, dude, you're being stupid. Of course he loves you. Right. So go talk to him. And then she did. And they were like, let's catch this bitch. bitch. Boom. That's. I mean, that's could the only it, way yeah. it makes sense. Otherwise, I don't get. I don't understand when they would have done it. Yeah, the timeline's really confusing. We'll yeah. try to figure it out a little bit later. Stacia, do you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I always phrase it like that. <laughs> You're going to jail. Do you have anything to say for this crime? Do you want to admit to your wrongdoing? Yes. Um, the reason why I didn't want to go first is because even though I watched this episode yesterday, I've already forgotten what happened. Meanwhile, I'm breaking my nails every day battling the forces of evil, and my French teacher can't even remember my name. I think the reason why it's tedious is because the twist wasn't, aha, she betrayed them. The twist was, aha, Buffy was one step ahead the whole time, which you're like, okay. So everyone's doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Faith is being this, like, slut who's just using her sexuality to try and make herself feel validated, and Buffy is just better than her and always has been and always will be. And at the end of the day, Buffy gets Angel and Faith gets nothing. And we continue the same thing that's been happening since day one. Yeah. Cool. We could have done without that episode. We could have <laughs> moved on. Moved on. I guess I just enjoy the the scene where Buffy just like steals it while she's tied up and stuff. And that whole thing is. Yeah, that was a great scene. But it was just Elijah Deshku didn't show up for any of this, in my opinion. She just wasn't she very good. No, she did great in Consequences. Not so great in this one. Yeah. And I'm sure Michelle Geller is just great. Like, really carried that that scene. That was fantastic. Say it. You think you're better than me. I am. Always have been. Um, maybe you didn't notice. Angel's with me. And how'd you get him, Faith? Magic. You cast some sort of spell? Because in the real world, Angel would never touch you, and we both know it. You had to tie me up to beat me. There's a word for people like you, Faith. Loser magnet. Uh-huh. You're just trying to make me mad, so I'll kill you. I'm too smart for that. Stick around. For what? Your boss's lame ascension? Like I couldn't stop it? You can't. I will. And it's fun to see Angelus. I get it, right? It's fun. Well, but I think that's like the whole tired. point of this tired. episode because John said, said the fans were like, we want to see Angelus again. What the hell is wrong with you? He's a monster. That's what people want. I know. But they, they, want, they also want Buffy and Angel happy ever after. Like, you can't do both. You can't do both. Well, so. both of them. Well, it just happen. it seemed like um, yeah. Deus Ex Machina, where yeah. it's like, aha, there was never a problem even to begin with. He was always on the good with with just like the vaguest explanation of I introduced him to his wife. Well, like how? <laughs> Absolutely. How would you possibly be close enough friends with someone who would even want to date this guy mm-hmm. and then casually meet this guy and be like, hey, I know the perfect woman slash man slash you know non physical entity for you. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then to 
and then for that guy, if they had, uh, it would seem known each other in some social capacity that you're like, I'm going to set you up and I'm going to be your matchmaker that he would be like, do not call upon me again. Like you can't be scary and also friends. True. So the whole thing is just tedious and you're like, okay, so the big switch is. And on the day the words flimsy excuse were redefined, we stood in awe and watched. It's all Wesley's fault. Xander was 100% right. And it's so crazy to me that Wesley is still in this fucking show because he's so bad at his job. Mm. Like all of this hinges upon how did the council let her go? Mm. So we assume Wesley was not in on this, right? No, yeah, he didn't nobody know. knew. The only people that knew anything were Buffy, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, so they I- let her go. She should be fucking locked up in jail. She's a fucking monster. How is this possible? It does seem really weird that they would be like, you killed someone, we were going to put you in jail, but you escaped. So I think, eh, sure, we're just going to go back yeah, to the status quo. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. I know. It was bizarre that, you're what? You guys so are just what? like running track together? And then literally it's like getting a new job and then she's like, he's like, hey, go out and like get these books. She could have just grabbed the books, threatened him, but she brutally murders Ooh, that him. stabbed to the stomach? For no Intense. reason. He was not going to do anything. He would have let her, like, unbelievable. So if your first impulse is to fucking slay someone like that, that's crazy. Also, the episode would have been better if it was Angel, if it was Faith. We just, if we knew that they were playing her, it just would have been more interesting. Because you could see Faith being like, are they playing me? Whereas all the time I was watching Faith with Angel, like when she first came over, I was like, are you acting bad on purpose or... Should I be reading more into this? Because she her dialogue is weird and the way she's talking is weird. And obviously she's trying to like convince Angel and like play a role upon a role. Remember when you told me that killing people would make me feel like some kind of god? I think I just came down to earth. It's not human, if that's what you're thinking. Not that that makes me feel any better for this guy any less dead. But it would be much more interesting if, like, we knew that Angel was Angelus or whatever, and we're watching Faith be like, you know, questioning if if Angel Angelus is real, you know, instead of just buying it wholeheartedly, and we don't know that Angel's not real. I don't know. But why wouldn't she think that it was real? There was glowing blue lights, and they were swirling. I know. Well, she's blood. basic. That's the whole point. She's basic. As <laughs> I mean, my problem was, and I said this in the moment that it happened. Why didn't Angelus kill her immediately? It's, yeah, exactly. He does attack her. He does try to bite her. Not really. And the reason why he doesn't is because he's not Angelus. He's Angel. Yeah. Like, if he's Angelus, he has literally no reason to keep Faith around. I don't think that he would give a flying fuck about the mayor, no. who's the big bad in town. And all of this is just a ruse so they can try and figure out the mayor's plan. So the whole thing is frustrating, which is why I think it would be understandable that Faith would be like, something's weird here, but I guess she'd yeah. be too dumb to think that he would Yeah, I think that. that comes down to an education thing, right? Like, they don't really know Angelus. The, the mayor should, theoretically, because he was there when Angel was wreaking havoc in Sunnydale. Totally. Do we even know why he wants Angelus? Why does he want... I was just about to ask. Why does he want Angelus? Just to hurt Buffy, right? I mean, that's the only thing he cared about. He's like... He even asked, what are your intentions, young man, now that we've turned you to the side of I evil? Know. He's like, well, I think I'd get rid of that slayer you've been having so You know what you could now. do? You know what would really devastate her? If Faith just staked Angel, just straight up. Yes. So Angel was sitting there. They mm-hmm. were so close to one another when they were talking outside after they almost kissed or whatever. And mm-hmm. then like Faith left and then he's like, hey, Faith, wait, wait. And they're just standing there. And I was like, 
Just fucking stake Yeah, him. that would be amazing if while him. Buffy was tied up, if she was tied up for real, because obviously she wasn't really tied up. But if she was tied up for real and Faith was just like, watch this, fucking stakes Angel. Even oh, if she wasn't and then Buffy yanks herself out of the chains and runs up and starts beating the crap out of Faith, <laughs> yeah. it's too late for Angel. He's oh, a yeah. big pile of dust. Or fucking Faith just stabs the shit out of Buffy and just starts <laughs> going crazy. I mean, because she almost did, right? She's like egging that shit on. Uh, and it's like, you, you, I know you know Faith is the murderer or whatever, but shouldn't that make you nervous? Like you might think she's not going to kill you, but she's still a wild card, right? I don't know. And also, why didn't Angel grab Faith when all that shit was going on? Like to let Faith leave the premises is stupid on yeah. the face of it as because well. Yeah, she just ran away. Yeah. It's really weird. That's what I mean. It's it's faulty from beginning to end. It's a classic bad Buffy episode. I was infuriated watching it, <laughs> but I kind of love it. I kind of love it for that reason, you know. So. Demons after money. Whatever happened to the still beating heart of a virgin? No one has any standards anymore. Also, uh, they added that like unforgivable slow mo when Faith was like, "Oh, I'm, no! I warned you guys that was going to happen last year." I was not expecting how bad that was. That was so poor. Yeah, well, because there was a little bit of slow mo in Doppelgangerland. There must have been, or possibly in the episode before. And I was like, "Just wait." No, but this one was good. This one was just like, "What you say?" Almost, if dialogue was in it, it would be. I feel like it was like so slow that at one point she just stopped moving. She was like, "What?" Uh? <laughs> Also, I think it was a two camera angle slow mo. I think it it like started on one side and then as she turned her head, it, 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 it classic. That's a that's a first. That's a first. It, when it goes back to Angel, it's interesting because you get see it pick back up to real time because he like blinks and then blinks again really fast. Fun. Like, <laughs> oh, oh you guys. Yeah. Uh, the so the faith thing. I'm always reading faith as yeah, you're- she's just. Sad and fucked up. She, she has secret pain. In cold blood. She doesn't really mean a lot of what she's saying or doing. She's just a victim of circumstance. She can't help it. Okay? She's had a hard My life. My mom drinks. Like, we all have problems. I'm sorry. You gotta... <laughs> this, this is the thing that's frustrating about Faith. Faith is like the pre-Terra where you're like she's so good in your head that she's all like badass and wants to fight demons but then in reality you see her in a couple episodes she's completely ineffectual she's more talk than she has action and then she lives in a crappy hotel and I mean I find her really frustrating and I don't necessarily feel bad for her but it leaves me infuriated that Giles and Joyce would let her stay in that crap hotel and not be like stay with me yeah well, this- and that started it. Like, if you had treated her nice and with some respect and, like, she's a fucking slayer, do all you can for her. I, yeah. What absolutely. are you guys doing? How do you go to sleep at night knowing that this fucking 16-year-old girl Who's is sleeping in a, a fucking super, motel? Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, how do you sleep at night? How Seriously, Giles. not fucking giving you a stipend to help your ass out or but, something? Yeah, God but even damn. beyond them. I'm sorry. Like, Giles, give him mm. a room. Like, I don't know what to say. He's like, got a huge house for a dude that lives alone. Absolutely. And he's got those spare rooms, right? Fucking, like, let Faith stay there. That This would have been quashed Joyce, immediately. as we know, has a spare room because Don, at yes. some point, lives in that house absolutely. in a room that we never see before. I yeah, mean, that. <laughs> Don could have stayed anywhere. And you could have retrofitted the basement. I mean, it's just kind of crazy to me. Mm-hmm. That all these adults are just yeah. like, fuck it. That's fine. This yep. is fine. So, so it's it kind of their fault. But yeah, so it leaves me angry at all of the adults that failed Faith, but also not sympathetic towards Faith because she's still making her own choices, which are bad. Horrible. Well, this episode really uh, did kind of take away the, the wind in my sails a little bit about the, the, oh, wow. the, the good ship the mayor and faith. Oh no. Uh, because <laughs> the good ship, the HMS like, mayor faith. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, because 
you know, when she goes to Angel after she kills Skylar and she's like, oh, the blood and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Part of me is like, I believe her. Cause, and I think there is something there that she does. There's a little bit there, but obviously it's a lie. I, I have to stop being a fucking disillusioned idiot. Yep. Or not disillusioned. Dis- delusional idiot because she, the way she murders Skylar is so intense. Yeah. Mm. Like that is the, one of the most brutal things that anyone's ever done on the show. Just like how quick and uh, anyway. So she's, Straight up murder. She didn't feel bad for that at all. Like, she just did it. She may have felt bad after the fact because she wasn't expecting to get jumped. So you think when she went to Angel and was having that conversation, there was like a layer of her being honest. A little there. bit. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. But it was all to get to Angel. It was right. all just to seduce him. So that that's bullshit. And then also me being like, the mayor only cares about Faith. Like, he, he's not manipulating her and being mean. And it's like, oh, man, yeah, you're really... Just a tool for him, totally. Because like he just like I don't care about your friend. What the fuck? Who, oh, what the line he says where it was so hard to replace Mister Trick. I'd have to replace you too. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, also that's not true because literally Faith came to your door. That couldn't have been easier. That's the <laughs> easiest hire of all time. Uh, also, I wish you'd pull your hair back. I know, I know, fashion isn't exactly my thing, but gosh darn it, you know you've got such a nice face. I can only read it as paternal. Otherwise I get sick. So, uh, (laughs) Uh sweep that under the rug. He basically (laughs) said, don't make me have to kill you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is like, Oh, not great. (laughs) That kind of sours it a tiny bit. Oh, just a tiny bit. (laughs) Oh, wow. But this is the best she has. We just discussed. Giles wouldn't even let her get a sofa. Joyce wouldn't let her get an extra bedroom. Like, this is the only adult that's trying to take care of her. And it's the psychopath that wants to use her as a murder bot. Like, I, too, know the love of a taciturn man. And you, you have to look at their actions. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough guy. It's bad for her. It's I'm not just saying. But also, she great. gleefully runs into his, like, soon-to-be non-armed snake body. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, give me an Xbox and I'll kill any demon you want brutally with a knife. Very close and personal. True. She's pretty, again, basic, real basic. It doesn't matter what it is. She'll just do it. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but it did make me wonder more about the mayor. Now, for somebody who obviously on tape has been like, continuity, where's the lore? Blah, blah, blah. Buddy, be better. Whoa. Uh, that's, that's me accurate. mocking that's myself. Good, yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> is that how I say it? Lore. Uh, I really wanted to get into the mayor. So we get a little bit of, we get a glimpse where we see at the Hall of Records. Not real. That place is not real. That is the I library mean, with a different set. That is. Slightly we we don't go back to the Hall of Records, I take it. No. But I do believe that is actually the mayor's office set. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm pretty sure. Totally. Like uh, when when they're following DMAF to see if he's up to dirty dealings. Yeah. That's definitely like a little side room. With 100%. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. We filmed on this side of the room before. And then, well, we're on this side. <laughs> yeah, Got to exactly. put the camera over here. On this side. And we do go back to that room in uh, Choices when Willow gets kidnapped. So they, we'll see okay. it again. But uh, I was like, the, we see the little picture of the mayor, obviously. It, when we get like, he, he's at least 100 years old. Clearly not human. Is that how Wesley sounds? No. Uh, <laughs> like father, like son. How about like exact same guy, like exact same guy? Mayor Wilkins is over 100 years old. He's not human. I wanted to know more about him. Like, how exactly, how old is he? What, what's his deal? So his history and Sunnydale's history are wrapped up together because he is actually the founder of Sunnydale, which I did not know. So a little bit about Sunnydale, the town that we know and love and have been at since the very beginning of the show. And you would think that somebody hosting a podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer would have gone into this. But they did it until now. So the Hellmouth has always existed in this spot, right? Like 
the this spot being now Sunnydale, but not always called Sunnydale. Uh, in ancient times, because that's as specific as we can get, but ancient times, the scythe that we'll later see in season seven, that actually features in every comic book, everything after season seven, when we first see the scythe, it's, it's there, front and center. It's on almost all the covers, too. Like, the scythe is really important, which is why I'm very mad, uh, was kept <laughs> hidden by the last guardian in a pagan temple that would somehow, quote, in the wikia accurately, somehow remain unnoticed for centuries. The last guardian thing pisses me off so much that I've went off about it twice in the last three days about how crazy it makes me. The fact that a weapon (laughs) (laughs) that was used to kill the last of the old ones, the very last demon was killed on the Hellmouth in now it's present day Sunnydale with the fucking scythe. This is a legendary weapon that we could have used to stop the hell God that made Buffy fucking die. But no, we're going to stay in our fucking crypt in Sunnydale in this obscure pagan temple that no one's ever seen. This town is so small and yet we can't find this fucking temple with this gray haired wizened old woman who refuses to help. And he put, what the, f- I hate the last guardian so much. I hate Sounds it. Sounds terrible. <laughs> This was truly epic. Yeah. I hate. That's a meltdown. Is it underground? <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like really. Yeah, I, I feel swear like to it's God, underground. In season seven, they just walk by it by accident. <laughs> I swear to God, she just like pops out of her little hole. It's like, do you need this? <laughs> so she is underground. She's in a hole. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh, okay, but sense. okay, okay, but let like let's think. This is a woman who's like Ooh. centuries old. She doesn't know what the internet is. She's not hip to the cool jam. She's not up on the hot gossip. She's just living in her hole with her axe, like chilling. She doesn't know. You missed the master earthquake. You missed the literal world cracking into another dimension when Buffy fucking died. Like, you just chill? Does it crack into another dimension? Yeah, the fucking sky opens up and dragons (laughs) come out of it. Um, She's in a hole, though, as we established. She's in a hole. She doesn't have a radio or a TV to be like, oh, there are dragons coming out of the sky, people. Run for the hills. Listen, when the mayor was making his plans for all of his tunnels, you just happened to not, you know, hit the lady living in the hole. Yes. If he had, then we would have found out a lot earlier, but... The fact that he bypassed it, I mean, that's an honest It must mistake. be the only underground thing that's not connected by sewers or Absolutely. graves makes in Sunnydale. I mean, I guess if you really want to yada yada it, you can say, well, the first was is the most ultimatist, baddest of baddest, and we had to wait till that moment to be seen. Why would we ever come out well, for I mean, anything the, less? Sure. Maybe Buffy wasn't strong that. enough to wield it. And on the day the words flimsy excuse were redefined, we stood in awe and watched. Kelly, they needed to make it up. I know. In the moment. I know. Anyway. They needed a bigger, badder weapon, and they yeah. already used a rocket launcher. That's true. So after The Last Guardian <laughs> Should have waited on that one. In ancient times. In ancient times. We uh, fast forward a couple centuries, and the Navajo and Chumash peoples have taken over the area. Like, this is in Southern California, so, like, that's the tribes that would have been there at the time. Uh, I don't think that's true. Well, I think the Chumash thing is accurate. Because the Navajo were like in New Mexico and Arizona. Yeah, the Navajo thing is a stretch. I don't know why we did Everybody that. wants to use the Diné because they they believe that they came from the earth. Oh. That's their people. They didn't come from the Bering Strait. They came from the earth. You ask them, they came from the earth. Gotcha. So in Sunnydale's history, the Chumash and Navajo people came and settled in the area or they were there all along since ancient times. We don't know. Obviously, there's not a very specific timeline. And also one or more group of friars settled in the area. I guess that was popular in California. So it would have been the Franciscans from Spain. You know history stuff. I don't know anything. That but. would be Spanish friars. And yes. The so Jesuits. 
Sure. Emissions. Yeah. They all came in the late 18th century, according to Sunnydale lore. In 1812, there was an earthquake that caused a cave-in and it swallowed an entire mission. Uh, and then a couple of years later, a Navajo slayer named, nope, going to kill this, Nayee Negzani. Uh, she wipes out a ton of vampires. This is all still happening around the Hellmouth. So there's in a, va- a valley, this demon like have taken over this wild west town uh she came comes to wipe them out she ends up fighting her twin sister and they kill each other in the fight and this is where sunny day oh lives. my god yeah. you guys we just discovered what the new reboot for buffy should be um. I, that would be cool yeah we could totally do <laughs> that. that'd be fun wild west slayers 1800 it'd be like westworld and buffy at the same time why is there a wild west town in sunnydale in southern california it's that's, a that's gold not accurate rush it is 1849 right so this is this is between somewhere between 1812 and 1841 is when this is 41. Yes. 1849 is the days of 49 famously. Right. Yeah. There was no white people there until gold was found. Gotcha. Well, no, there's no wild west town in Buffy world. There was, yes, but it was a demon town. See, that's the thing. It wasn't a people town. Uh, It was a demon town. And they all dressed like cowboys and stuff like that. They would be attracted to the Hellmouth. So they were the first ones to cowboy hats. Cowboy hats and stuff. And so then when mm-hmm. humans saw it, they were like, cool, Ooh, let's take that fashion trendy. to the West, which was Oklahoma and you sure, know, sure. Texas. Okay. Yes. But this existed beforehand. But we don't talk about that. No. Cool. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. cool. Gotcha. There was just a demon town in a valley near the Hellmouth, very near, kind of on top of, one could say, that a slayer at one point went in and, mm-hmm. and blew up and then fought her sister and died. Which is not anything to say with what we're talking about, except for a couple of years later, Richard Wilkins rolled up in what was now a barren territory because, again, all the demons had been kicked out. And uh, he was there in search of gold. So he was a person. He came to California in search gold. of gold. Gotcha. Okay. And found a bunch of demons that were still around because she didn't kill them all good enough, I guess. So there's still there demons there. And he was like, hey, 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 hey. What if? Because he's going to buy this land, right? I guess this was a claim. He's going to buy this land. He's like, what if? I build a town here and then I let you guys kill all the citizens you want, which doesn't seem really sustainable because like you could either have too many demons who would be killing too many people, which means people would want to come there and then therefore there's no more people and then, then, then the demons go or vice versa. There's too many people and all the demons go underground, which is kind of what ended up happening apparently anyway, if you think about it, right. So anyway, wow. he sells his soul, I guess. Oh, was that what happened? To the demons. I, I, it's okay contradicted in different places there's it's either he just simply made a pact with them he was like listen leave me alone as a person uh and i'll you know i'll set up this town for you guys to feed on uh or he sold his soul to some entity some demonic entity to become immortal now that must have happened because he does in fact become immortal immortal, Uh, but he founds the town in 1841 for these demons he's like you help me i help you so he has all his demon buds have a town to feed on and he's now immortal and then uh, in 1899, he begins his plot to ascend because it takes 100 years because everything's 100, right? It's 100 years to ascend to uh, Ovakine, Ovakon, whatever the demon. Ovaltine? Be- yes. 100 years to become Ovaltine. <laughs> uh, 100 days that you're invulnerable before you become Ovaltine. And then 100 minutes until you die. Right. Yes. And then 100 <laughs> minutes until you die. Exactly. Uh, he gets married in 1903 to Edna May. She dies of old age. Oh, sweet Edna May. Um, Foreshadowing for Buffy and Angel, oh, honestly. God, right. And there's a quake in the 1930s that swallows the master in his lair and uh, the effigy at Kingman's Bluff, the temple at Kingman's Bluff that uh, Willow will raise at the end of season six to end the world. 
And uh, the mayor pretends to be reborn. Now, theoretically, he got his immortality sometime of whatever he, age he is now, at least physically appearing, right? Because that's how he's looked for this whole time. Right. Uh, and somehow he's managed to fool the townspeople, of which it seems he remained in the town the entire time uh, to be Richard Wilkins Jr. and then Richard Wilkins now the third. So it never says, like, we don't get enough detail about his years, his hundred plus years, what he's been doing. But theoretically, he would have to have left the town and come back. Otherwise, people would be like, yo, why don't you age? And this was a, a point of contention in Edna May and his relationship, clearly. Oh. She cursed his, his youth because oh. she got old and he did not. Uh, but, yeah, we don't know. It doesn't seem likely. Even, although, we are talking about Sunnydale. And we're talking about Buffy. Gas leak city. And also, like, the life expectancy probably was, like, 28 true so people are just dying around him they don't live long enough to be like hey why aren't you aging yeah i'm gonna say not only did they never think of this which is like one of the first things you should think about oh yeah how do you but also they couldn't even align with like real earthquakes and stuff they just made up years Mm -hmm. made up dates Mm -hmm. if they looked in a book they could have actually made them historically accurate stuff but since that laziness moves on to the laziness of the writing of the lore and through this, I, I was also looking for a map. I wanted to see if there had been some good fan maps. And there were no official maps of Sunnydale. Um, but Fox did make a, like an infographic book for the 20th anniversary that does contain a map. And that map seems to be pretty accurate-ish of what we know. The, at least they called uh, Maple Court, Maple Court, instead of putting... If you put Main Street on your fan map, I'm instantly discounting you because it's not Main Street. Shots fired at Watcher's Guide because they put it in their fucking book and it is not. So, uh, it, it's, it's Santa Barbara. Like that is for sure. The town Joss, we didn't even said specifically, it's supposed to be near Santa Barbara. Well, all the establishing shots, any overhead shot we ever see of Sunnydale where you can see the, is it called terracotta roofing? The like Spanish style sure, yeah. roofing. Um, it, it's Santa Barbara. Uh, that's why Sunnydale is the town that constantly expands and shrinks at will because Santa Barbara is a city of almost 100,000 strong. And even in 1999, the population was 80,000. Sunnydale is supposed to be 38,000. So we're looking at at least double. So university. We're supposed, yeah, we're supposed to think that this place has a dock, a forest, a beach, uh, a bluff, a university. Ferris wheel. Uh, a museum, a natural history museum. Uh, it has all these things, but then it's also walkable. Like that's always been the joke of the whole show. Buffy gets rides to school, yet she can easily run home whenever she needs to. It's like... You just have to let it be. But if it's anything, it's Santa Barbara. Like, if we really want to establish anything in Santa Barbara. Also, the fact that there's they're so close to the beach, Sunnydale Beach, you know, and the, all these docks and of stuff. Course. And then the very last shot of season seven when the whole fucking place gets swallowed, it's a goddamn desert for miles. So, like, where's yeah, the water? There's no desert. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, that makes no sense then. Yeah. Well, they only go Nothing to the beach, like, once or twice. So. Yeah, twice. But there's still the docks. Always the docks. With the docks, right? You would think if the whole thing got swallowed. I mean, we've talked about this before. I mean, Where is could, this water coming? I mean, Where is this water? Okay. In Lip- Maybe it's the River City and we don't know because you could go to the docks in Portland, but you cannot go to the beach in Portland. I know. But when the whole yeah. thing is... Well, I think I looked it up before. I looked up that like it is Santa Barbara, one of those places that does have like a little inlet where yeah, you can go in. Right. So it's like you're not on the ocean. You couldn't like go to an ocean, a beach. Because of cliffs and because of whatever. Right. But like you're still And Santa Barbara's the, not the only, but one of the few cities in California that would be in the area that they don't ever say by name in the show when they, they do make allusions to Santa Cruz, Monterey. Um, there's another little town 
the farther north of the spike drives his motorcycle too. that like so they, all those places which are real life places in california they do talk about but they never say santa barbara which would be right where they are because they of just how they placed it geographically from the distance from los angeles and uh like that giles would fly to oakland and like all this other stuff they got to be a little bit farther away uh and it's definitely not san francisco because they never talk about going to the bay area so that also must be pretty far so it's got to be santa barbara uh I don't know why I brought all this up, but yeah. isn't that fun to know? <laughs> no, because it does, it's not satisfying. Yeah, it's not satisfying. The it's dates are made up. The earthquakes are fake. The history doesn't even even remotely line up. No one was there in 1841. Who's he talking to? Mayor Wilkins is just what? He fucking overlanded? He just like got on an oxen and rode? Sure. Like, how did he make it? How did sure. he do this? He would have been murdered. He might have. No, he, he didn't because did he made it. <laughs> And he, he wasn't a demon have, He then, might have so. been murdered. <laughs> might have been, or he just you walked. You don't know. Just walked on through. So I did have a question about... Was he um, Lewis and Clark at this point? Get out of here. What? Ovaltine. Ovacon? Ovacon? Orville Redenbacher. Uh, when he turns into the snake, why? Why is that Why is that the thing? Why is it the be-all, end-all? It's the same question we have with all these, these uh, yahoos that want to end the world. It's like you need people to live. You need people to eat so you can live. So if your plan is to end all of humanity, what the fuck are you doing? Same thing with the snake guy, right? Like, what, what's, so then now you're a giant snake. Cool. I like, <laughs> well, that's a great point. And I can't wait to explore that further in graduation day. Cause yeah. what's, what's the point of becoming a snake? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. You're not even that big. I mean, he's big, he's but he's big, not, but not like, yeah. I mean, he got, he got God, so he's not, not he's not invincible. But apparently he's actually, okay, so spoiler alert to everybody, he shows up again in season 12, which is the very last uh, of all the original run comics, like, or from season eight onward, yeah. the very, he's, he shows up again, apparently, so. Thanks. Not the nicest part of town. Again, see, no standards. I mean, any self-respecting demon should be living in a pit of filth or a nice crypt. I'll remember to mention that. Anyway... That's a little bit of history, a little bit of lore. Well, the mayor thing was fun. I enjoyed... Even though it's confusing. I enjoyed seeing his photo, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that it was his third inauguration at that point, and it was his annual inauguration address, and he's standing behind the Betsy Ross 13, original 13-star flag, which was used from 1777 to 1795, <laughs> which implies that he either... Again, I, can't, I cannot emphasize this enough. Did he take this with him? Like... Is this an original flag? Is this the flag? Do they not know anything about history? So they're like, hey, just put up an old timey flag. California <laughs> totally. was like thirty, so. the thirty first state admitted into the union. There were thir- they've been putting stars on this motherfucker every time a state is added. So it's mm. not like, oh, we went from the thirteenth all the way to the thirty first. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah, and he was just a person before that, right? It would it would you could almost explain it away if. He were uh, hundreds and hundreds of years old, but he was a person, a regular yeah. ass person before he showed up in Sunnydale. So you got to think he's around, you know, 40s ish when he found Sunnydale, when he becomes immortal. He's got it probably nearing 50. Yeah. So he was not, he was a little bitty baby in the end of this like 18th century. He would have been. Oh yeah. No, he, a child. sure. Yeah. If he got there in 1841, then he was born in, yeah, 1790s. Mm-hmm. So he would, he would have. Yeah. And that was him as a grown ass adult. Yeah. This so. is not, this works less. <laughs> The important thing is, is that we're all right and we can work this out like two reasonable frontiersmen. Also, life expectancy was way lower. Some This motherfucking 50-year-old guy is not getting up and walking. Like, alone. He's alone. He's just... <laughs> get out of here. All right. We got to move on. Christ. Uh, well, um, I forgot how we would do this show. We just yell now? Is it yelling time? Have we been yelling this whole time? Yeah, I know. I'm so trained. <laughs> 
if anyone else has something to yell, I think now is the time, Stacia. Do you have something you'd like to get off your chest? I don't even own a kimono. What is what is this movie? This French kimono movie? It's rub, rubbing your nose and honestly, oh, I'd watch yeah. it if it was real. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'm just you saying. would be there in the crowd. I would watch it. I want to know. Uh, I just wanted to address how stupid I think all of this is. Not only is, like I said, preposterous, but like Buffy believing Faith was dumb. Wesley says that she can't go alone because she needs to go with Faith to go hang out with, to go find this demon where he's hiding. Mm -hmm. This demon who is a bookseller who like wants to get out for $5,000. Like there's no danger here. The fact that like Buffy can't go by herself was stupid. So we're just waiting for Faith to have that weird interaction. Um, Buffy knowing that the demon is dead and never investigating, just being like, Someone got here first. Someone got here first. Who could it possibly be? And then Willa trying to talk sense into Buffy. Angel would never do that. Faith is built to cheat on everyone. Like, giving her good advice or whatever. I love the the love of a taciturn man. Uh, <laughs> and then Buffy says that sometimes I wonder what they have in common. That makes me think that she already knew this was a, a thing. Because why would she say that? What they have in common? Like murder? Like, yeah. what do you think Angel and Faith have in common at all except for murder? Yeah. So the timeline situation. I'd like to talk this through real quick. The There is a throwaway line, and this seems to be the accepted synopsis of the plot by the internet at large. At the end of the episode, the demon says, or Giles says to the shaman, uh, thank you for alerting me to this, or something such as. Uh, and then, you know, the debt has been repaid, whatever. The task is finished. Yes. Thank you for coming to me, and for that rather effective light show you put on. This restores the balance between us, Rupert Giles. My debt to you is now repaid in full. Do not call upon me again. I shall. Peace with you. And with you. So the only possible course of events was they knew nothing until the mayor went to find that demon, right. which he did of his own accord. And that demon said, the mayor of Sunnydale, I know someone in Sunnydale, Rupert Giles, he might want to know about this, the situation that I have no context for, right. but I should definitely tell Giles about. That's the like, only you. way this happens. That's the only way they got the information. Now, Buffy may have been suspicious about faith before and my god private investigator angel should have been on her shit episodes ago sure because that's his whole fucking thing that's his thing but the, yeah the idea that this whole plot is predicated on this shaman demon decided to tell giles that the mayor was doing something bad it's true they had no idea it even existed we yeah. only saw that demon with the mayor mm -hmm. and the fact that it showed up later is ridiculous so that's really thin like that makes it really sad because i think our characters could have figured it out another way or mm -hmm. I, I don't know it just seems so strange well you needed something to turn angel like i kind of get it you needed to have something like that but again it would have made much more sense if like ain't some someone propositioned it i.e like giles knows about this guy hey if we can get this in her head or get this somewhere mm -hmm. we can form that narrative right so we can get the mayor to call on this guy right i know this guy i introduced him to Which his wife i thought it went initially yeah. until i i looked at the things online and i listened to you know the, the end again i was like oh shit that is right but yeah i thought for sure it was they already had their ideas right they heard that the mayor was looking for somebody That's to, to steal angel's out. soul and i was like oh shit i know that guy i'm gonna call him so he, he proffers himself to the mayor just call him just call him, him on the phone. phone yeah uh but no like this makes even less sense yeah so that's rough which is great i love that even more that makes yeah. me happy yeah uh xander being horny about nymph engravings is gross and unnecessary yeah uh piggyback on that 
Angel, or Buffy apologizing for Angel, Angel. Wow, Buffy apologizing for Angel's boner is also gross. I'm sorry. I, I just don't like getting you worked up like that. We can't actually do any of those things. You'd lose your soul, and besides, I don't even own a kimono. Buffy, you don't have to worry about me. I just don't like to rub your nose in it. And facing the phrase lust bunnies is gross. <laughs> All that, all that, all that, all that together. <laughs> mm. uh, I guess this may be piggybacks on it. The mayor offering Faith super warm milk—that was gross. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Not even warm milk like that. That you was great. Intentionally, no milk that's been sitting around. She was just holding the cup like ew. Yeah, puts it back. That <laughs> was pretty great. There's nothing yeah. uncool no. about healthy bones of tea. <laughs> Unless you're drinking spoiled milk and yes. then you barf <laughs> your guts out. Oh, gross. It's a uh, everyone should have known that Faith was betraying them because she was wearing a red leather shirt and if that doesn't scream evil betrayer I don't know what does Faith would totally do that Faith was built to do that she's the do that girl in the last episode she was holding it together she wore that blue thing the white tank top the blue mm-hmm. cardigan sweater zip up hoodie jacket thing I don't know overall cover whatever <laughs> blue outerwear <laughs> But in this one, she like was like, I'm going back to my roots. I got to wear my evil outfits. It's true. Everyone needs to know I am here to seduce Angel out of his soul and into the world of evil. (sighs) Makes me sick. Demons wanting money. Whatever happened to the still beating heart of a virgin? Oh, that was so good. Giles has two great lines and also like a... Like the bus station, he just loses his mind. Ah, oh. oh, whatever. Like, to the bad part of town. David should be in a pit of filth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so We're an abandoned crypt. Yes. yes. Uh, I already mentioned Skylar's, you know, shouting loudly. Hey, don't kill me. I'm a demon that's on your side. Uh, it was something that DMAF really could have benefited from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to say on some uh, more, faith is not that bad. Her little, everybody always said I would end up dead or alone or a loser. I just, my heart. <laughs> No. Uh, Cordelia asking Wesley for help and out to dinner or whatever. It's like he doesn't work at this fucking school. He's an adult man. He's a fucking adult man. Yeah, everything mm-hmm. is terrible. Uh, like, I mean, even Xander before, because they didn't tell Xander that Angel was going to fake turn so that he could have stayed with the group and not get punched in the face. But when he's walking around, <laughs> which, I, which is kind of hilarious, <laughs> I kind of wish that they told everybody but Xander and then Xander were like, what? Yes. just like, but as he's muttering to himself, he's like, can you say jailbait or whatever? And it's like, that's Xander. You're kind of just right. This whole episode, like it's Wesley's fault. Jailbait. Yes. Gross. Yeah. True. Slow down, Xander. This isn't Wesley's fault. Actually it is. Faith was your responsibility. Guess who's angels new playmate. Faith and angel together. Imagine the possibilities. He also calls Cordelia Cece, which is like the only time anyone's ever said that, which... I noticed that. I kind of was trying to remember. That has it called Cordelia Trace. Yeah. You know? It's cute. Oh, on other cute little name things. I thought it was a nice touch that they had Angela's call Buffy Buff. I thought that was pretty funny because I don't Mm -hmm. think they have ever done it. And I think that was a nice like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's bad. Yeah. He would never say buff. 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 (laughs) Buff. That's what Xander says. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Tomorrow is the Ascension. God help us all. God help us all. That's right. What was that? Sharpsville. What is Sharpsville? R.I.P. Sharpsville. That's the town. R.I.P. the that entire town. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was the last time we heard from him. Mm-hmm. Oh, the guy that wrote the diary? No, the entire town. The entire town. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right from the book. Uh, oh, yeah. Again, with me, I know I'm bad. I understand the mayor and Faith are bad because he... Not only is he like, go kill people for me. I will kill you if you fail. He's also like, go have sex with that much older man for me. Yes. Yeah. 
Not great. Yeah. yeah. Not great, guys. This, but then, but then <laughs> last week but then you were Kate so sure. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. She's <laughs> the do that girl. Yeah. She has to do that girl. Yeah, uh, the mayor, not great. And I was watching the whole episode like, mm, yeah, mm. such a good father figure caring for for Faith. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry, America. Okay, I have to say, I feel really bad that in this moment, I was thinking about it after I said tomorrow's the ascension, God help us all. Who was it that ascended? Was it the mayor? Why is he not a big snake now? What happened to that big snake? Who's killed it? Was it a slayer? Where did it go? Different big snake it's or a different big other. Like, so the ascension is to ascending into a pure demon or an old one, basically, where you're like, you're, you don't have your blood tainted by gross earth crawling demons, you know? So I, it was a different, different demon. But I think they do mostly big snakes because when we, when Anya comes in graduation day part one with the clutch information of how do we stop this guy, the only one that they know about that was killed was by a volcano, which I don't think is the one in Sharpsville because somebody would have said, and then remember when the volcano <laughs> went off. <laughs> you, would you would think, but you can't. You Who would can't say sure. that? Huh? Who would say remember when the volcano went off? I guess that's true. Everyone fucking died. <laughs> right, everyone's dead, and then the volcano goes gotta, off. But maybe there was a news report of some kind. But then news maybe, maybe so. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> a neighboring <laughs> journal from a small town. And on the day the words "flimsy excuse" were redefined, we stood in awe and watched. Also, also <laughs> neighboring just, small town no. journal. When did like, this happen? You guys. When did this happen? It's supposed to be early 17th century, I think they said. All right. The, the this biggest village city was, leveled. was 10,000 people. Like, there's no, like, metropolises back then. So there might have been another town over. But, like, we're talking about a loss of life that's not, like, a staggering sure, amount that like would be today. Right. But it's also more isolated. So there's a potential of, yeah, not having a news report. But also the volcano. You would know that there's a volcano there. Also, you can look at a geography book and be like, hey, saying, there's right? a volcano there's here. A there. Seems like no one does history or geography in this hey. world. Two final things thoughts was anybody else distracted by buffy's glittery union jack shirt? oh, oh yeah. yes oh, okay so <laughs> that. The, about the outfit, and her hair was terrible you were using that to track time this whole thing takes place over two days we have night one weird with the date the angel date thing, right um i don't remember oh was. well yeah she was wearing a pink coat in that one okay and the angel date so we have that that's night one that's the date and then the next day we have Willow in an orange fuzzy sweater in overalls and then her no, no. wonderful coat. She never changes again. Buffy is in a different Buffy's, outfit. Buffy's she, in a type of overall. She's in right. that blue shirt or whatever. She goes home to change to say, I need to get in something less. Correct. Whatever she says. Uh, but that's it. So the, it's two days. It has to be two days. So all of this, calling the shaman, all this shit, this plotting and scheming is two days. It just... She said she was so going to go home and slip oh, into right. something more break and entry. Right. Yes. Good, good call. Not overalls. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's like a slip dress over a long sleeve shirt. Look yeah. at that evil shirt face wearing. I know. That's yeah. so evil. It's cl- getting close to the jacket. I like it it's though. Getting, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine, but it's evil. It's definitely evil. You have to look at her wearing that outfit and think like you're up to no good. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, just adding on to the piling onto this plot is like, what the fuck is happening? Right. It's absolutely unbelievable. And then the final thing that I had was, uh, I could have mentioned this during, the sex thing where Angel, he says, all our time together, we never use chance. Ew. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, gross. And also, didn't you fuck one time? Isn't that the point? Yep. So there's not within our whole time together. It's you guys fucked once. Once. And then. No chance. Uh, and then you went. Famously evil. never again. Yeah. Yeah. And never will again until it's Angel. The one I time. mean, I don't like to think about that because I'm like, okay. <sighs> Is it only just that you love Buffy? If that's the case, then shouldn't you have moments of happiness that don't involve sex in any way, shape, or form? If it's just you orgasming it, it doesn't have to be you guys having sex. You could do anything. I mean, shit, you could possibly be having, you know, some alone time and you would fucking lose your soul. Yeah. So it's like, if you really start thinking about it, 
Oh, it, it doesn't apart. hold up even a little. Well, bit. isn't that like so, a thing that they grapple with an angel when Cordelia wants to date him, and she was like, "Well, we can't have sex because either it's going to turn you evil or it's not, and both times it's going to be bad." Yeah, because if right? it doesn't turn you evil, that means you don't actually like me as much as you're talking. <laughs> yeah. And I'll know that. Yeah. And if it turns you evil, then I'm going to get murdered, and then yes. you're going to go on a murdering rampage. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of bleak. It's very strange. <laughs> it's a weird because couldn't to have. you just induce that? Out? I mean, you could make Angel turn evil. I mean, that's gross, but you could do it. It's good to have the taste of a Slayer back in my mouth. It's like cigarettes, you know? Just when I thought I'd quit. The thing, okay, so this is the thing that gets me. That's, that spell to, like, bring, to, like, put his soul back in his body or whatever it is, yeah. that curse, I guess, is not the only way to get your soul back, as we see, because oh, sure. Spike goes and he's like a true warrior and he gets his soul back for real. He can't lose it. So Angel, even though he has his soul, couldn't he still insult go and be like i want this permanently you would think and get it and they just yeah. like you know like which is why spike's a better champion yeah, yeah that's true. he earned it yeah. do you think does angel remember himself as in as angelus yes he yeah. does well i guess that's his whole burden right yeah because yeah, he, he really flips every that switch to killed. be like badass angelus mm-hmm. without even a second thought yeah you know, like i can just act like him it's fine he's all weirded out time. yeah because you're just, you're so you're easy evil. to tap into oh last thing xander in uh, an episode where you're right. Everything he says is pretty on point this episode mm-hmm. because he's fucking right. He also has a great cutting line about the council. Oh, he, he goes would ever pay- let this guy go? <laughs> oh, is that the line? <laughs> oh. He's like, I had to bribe Willie the snitch. He's like, does the council reimburse for that? And I was like, that is one of the funniest fucking things yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Because like, obviously they wouldn't, huh, they wouldn't reimburse you, lowly person. But like, they're not real. They don't do anything. They're not, re- they're not fucking paying anyone. At- what the- Oh, God. Yeah. I didn't think that was the funny part. I thought That's the funny good. part was like, Giles, when Giles was like, well, did you get a receipt? And Xander yeah. was like, no, I should have. Well, I know that like, that oh, was so stupid. Yeah, yeah. That was supposed to be the joke, but the real joke is the council. And that's, that's what I'm bringing to the table. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So I guess my final question is with, with Angel. So Angel and Buffy break up at the end. It needs some space. It needs some space. They're need, on a break. You need to go to another show. They hatched this plan together, yeah. right? I mean, you, you got to think. You would the two think. of them plus Giles. It did take at least the two of them, yeah. No, it did take at least the three of them. Right. right. And so why Giles. you got exactly the, the performance you wanted out of him? Was it just the fact of seeing Angelus again that made her nervous? Or why do you think they broke up? Yeah, I because I, mean, I feel like things were going pretty well, and you guys just did a really cool project together. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> I mean, hey, plus, yeah, you, you, you outed the star. fucking murderous Slayer, and you get to deal with that bitch at some point. Like, that's great. That's great teamwork. You guys worked very well together. Nah, she's like, I'm scared. I, think I don't want to be with. The issue is that, and we see this in the episode, maybe before they hatch the plot, but that Buffy's like. Faith and Angel have things in common. What, what murder? Whether what, it's murder? their murderiness, it? whether it's their dark clothing, whether it's their raw sexual appeal, we don't know. <laughs> but what we do know is that raw. they share common ground, <laughs> right? No, but so... It's just a joke. Are you building to a joke? No. Okay. No. Well, okay. I'm building to a point. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the point is also a joke. Double. <laughs> no, okay. My point is... Buffy can't have sex with Angel. Right. But Faith maybe could. Yeah. And that's always going to be an issue, right? Mm. And so she's feeling uncomfortable. He, She's watching Faith literally make out with him. Yeah. He's not actually evil. He's just doing this. Like, right. maybe he liked it. How does she deal with that? Like, what yeah. does it mean if he's like, maybe I have other options? You know, I think that's probably why she starts. And that's part of the plotline in Earshot, too. She, yeah. like, wants to be able to read his mind, but she can't. Yeah. So, right. two beings, raw sexual appeal. It, 
it ends badly for Buffy. <laughs> so really, she hatched the plot. She knew that he would more yeah. than likely do this, but she yeah. wasn't ready to see it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's why that's we start, what I start the episode with that conversation where it's like, I know we can't. I'm scared doesn't of your that, boner. Doesn't, and, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm scared of your boner. I mean, we that's should both be scared of my boner. <laughs> 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 I just oh feel bad God. for your boner. That would have right? been a better conversation. Mummy's like, I'm scared of your boner. And Angel's like, we're both scared of my boner. In that very serious way. No, and then they just like drop holding hands and silently walk away in awkward silence. In opposite directions. Yeah. That'd be amazing. And then the episode ends. See you next week. <laughs> we can pick up exactly where we picked up. Oh my God. That would be incredible. S-E-X. Sex. <laughs> it's time. Oh my god! It's time to talk about some watch. Oh yeah! So I wanted to bring streets ahead. Watch time. Excuse me. Let's do, oh, sorry, you're, you're doing watches. We gotta go through the watches. Okay. I know you got streets. She's ahead. excited. Yeah. There's a new one. Daniel, please. Oh, did you really? There's the street. God damn it! I'm well, so yeah. bad. At well, this. we can talk about that. So right. Daniel, please lead us into our watches. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Uh, Xander button down tank top watch. No. I didn't see it. No, it didn't happen. Although, Willow was wearing a button down with a sweater over it, looking extra gay this episode. So, thanks for that. So, Xander's a big no. Uh, maroon jacket, no. But, as we see on Faith, she's right. like almost shirt. there. Giles being mean to Oz now, not... Oz was very quiet this episode. But he did, he did have a great idea. Yeah. And uh, Giles was, I would say, mean to everyone because he didn't let anyone in on the plan. Once again, not letting the friends in on the plan. feeling disappointed about people's standards these days. Yeah. But I don't think that was uh, directed at Oz mm-hmm. in particular. So. Attitude may get you attention, but courtesy wins respect. Uh, Devin Watch. No. No Devin in this. I made this the Michael slash Amy Wicca Goth Watch. I don't know. what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to like yeah. Wicca Goth Watch. Wicca Goth Watch. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So that's a no. We got yeah. nothing from Michael or Amy or any Wicca Goth shit. Streets ahead. Again, the confirmed streets, Crawford, Ravello, Maple Court, Sycamore, Prescott, and Devereaux. So in the opening shot, when Faith comes to interrupt uh, Angel, they... Are on Maple Court, where the cinema is. Right, where Sun Cinema is. We've seen it a billion times. Which, That's Maple Court. Okay, so it's not a porn, right? It's just a weird, abstract French film, right? The La Banquet de Emilia, whatever. Mm-hmm. So Sun Cinema, we talked about a couple weeks ago that they probably... The Goose Ran Loose or whatever right, yeah, the movie there's, was. Yeah. There's no way they have more than one screen. Or if they do have more than one screen, it's two maximum. So you're telling me, this is second-run theater, sure, whatever. But Sunnydale, a town of 40,000 people-ish... They're they're playing this. This is the one and only movie they're fucking playing right now. Is this this like super risque abstract French film? Yeah, unbelievable. I love it. I love picturing <laughs> what this movie is like. I'm just imagining well, well, like a French woman with red lips, but of course it's a black and white show, and she's just draped in a pile of fruit. <laughs> I would say I would say we have to think about this differently because we know. The rocket launcher. When you said that, we know of the existence of the mall. Yes. The mall is a real thing. So the mall With has got your AMC. Movies. That's where the AMC is. So like I've lived in towns. I mean, oh, it's right. here yeah. too. Yeah. There are small independent movie okay. theaters All on right. main streets. That's so fair. that's what this is. Okay, gotcha. So th- them playing that is not yeah. shocking. They're not at the Sunny Dale Plex. They're I not forgot at the that Plex. there's a theater in the mall. And the okay. mall. Okay, I mean, yeah, we... that's where your kung fu pandas are going. Yeah, you know, classic pull. That's where they're going to see the Matrix. That was their fatal mistake. They should have gone to the mall to watch Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Not the artsy, you know, cinema, cinema house. Yeah. Okay. All right. But they got to get that shot on Maple Court. Let that fire you know. go. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. You're right. But okay. you said there's a new street? Yeah. So in that scene that I just like completely <laughs> forgot what we were doing, yeah. uh, she says they want us over on Mercer. 
I think she says on Mercer or in Mercer. Now that does make a difference because she says oh. in Mercer, she must mean a neighborhood or the says, cemetery. The Mercer cem- maybe a, yeah, in maybe, the yeah, it could be. But I, I don't know if she says on or in. I caught that too, but I thought she was referring to the cemetery. I mean, there could be there's because that's where they cemeteries. went. Right? I have the script up. Hang on. Angel, angel, faith. Patrol. They want us. Oh, they want us down by Mercer. Yeah. So by is ambiguous. They uh, they could mean a street or they could mean a neighborhood. <laughs> was that a joke? <laughs> well, by. <bye>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was just, by is ambiguous. <laughs> Be, ha, moving on. <laughs> like after I said it, I was like, oh, that's not good enough. That's a hypothetical. Hypothetical. Yeah. So add, we'll Mercer add that to real. Kingman Bluff Road, the freeway and Helpless, and the one-way street in the Zeppo. Yeah. Mercer. That's fair. Okay. okay. What else do we got for watchers? And the final one, Giles, most dangerous knockout. He is still Gwen Post yeah, man, been in Revelations. In a while, actually. Yeah. He is um, not. He's making a good run. I would like to submit a watch. Good. I would like it to be called Books a Million. And every time they mention a silly book title, I want to ah. put it in. And I wish we'd have been doing this from the beginning. Ah, and I balls. might even go back through. Figure it out. Yeah. Good. Books because a Million. I like it. The Marinstadt text. Needs to be part of books. Well, there's also like the journals, the Blackman journals. Yeah, I mean, it'd be so so fun fun. to have a list of like, look at all these ridiculous book titles they made up. I think we should go back and do it. That sounds fun. Books smell musty and and, and rich. The knowledge gained from a computer is it it has no no texture, no no context. It's it's there and then it's gone. If it's to last, then then the getting of knowledge should be uh, tangible. It should be. um, Smelly. Well, you really are an old-fashioned boy, aren't you? Well, I, I don't dangle a corkscrew from my ear. That's not where I dangle it. Wow, what an episode. I think it's time to rank this sucker before we lose our minds. Or fall asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Willow actually we talk about the net. Uh, Willow breaks through the mayor's encryptions, but it happens off screen and she's unsuccessful. So, but I do give it a six because we talked about it. And Giles again. Are you, are you getting in the records? Can you do this? Do crimes, Willow. Yeah. Uh, Giles only gets an eight. I mean, that's still high. Giles is always going to be high because he's got some of those great one-liners and he's looking fantastic, but like doesn't get knocked down. And he's doing secret stuff. And we got some personal stuff in we his did. life, which was A little was bit of history. Yeah. Joyce, I gave her a five. Now, normally... Her showing up was... She showed up in this one, She right? was in... Two seconds of a scene. It was incredible. I yeah. was like, what are you doing here, Joyce? Holy shit. Yeah, she, Angel and Faith show up at the oh, door. Oh, yeah, says, that's right. Oh, tell me this isn't a vampire thing. And I'm like, oh, we're still not accepting that our daughter's a vampire. So that's fine. We're going to move on. But then Angel flatters her by I saying, know. did you do something different with your hair? She's like, highlights. And then it's like, put it away. That's your daughter's boyfriend. You should be upset that your daughter is dating this man because he's clearly a pedophile. Fear but, his yeah. boner. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce is not fear. <laughs> Does not fear the boner. That's the theme of this episode. Fear the boner. God. Um, So to give Joyce a five, because she was inconsequential, and she didn't do anything outright damaging to Buffy, I guess. Uh, Monster of the Week, this was tough. Is it Faith in the Mayor? Sure. Uh, Is it the plot or the timeline? You could say, yeah. Uh, Is it Angelus? No, he's not really Angelus. Uh, So I gave it a six, because I was confused. I mean... Isn't Faith the villain? I mean, yeah, but... No, okay, I think the about... plot in the timeline is definitely the villain. <laughs> what are... It's definitely the problem. 
So six it is because I don't know. Really. There really, really isn't another. It's another I, one without a real I just, clear villain. I would like to state for the record that it's really funny that we don't know what the villain is in the episode titled Enemies. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, it has to be Faith then. It has yeah. to obviously be Faith. Yeah. True. In the mayor. They're closing uh, in. I always have to call the big bad of the season the bad guy of the, the week. Yeah. That doesn't feel fair. Except to do it like in the finale, I guess. Relationship goodness or badness? Um, Buffy and Angel are obviously strained at the end of this. You know, warranted or not. Yeah. Uh, and Faith and everyone clearly having a bad time. Yeah. Uh, so I gave it a five. Because our friends, despite that, seem to be fine. Like Willow and all Well, but Giles adorable. also didn't, again, feel the need to tell all of them. That's a problem. That, that is a problem. Yeah. I don't know why he's not doing that. And Faith even said that. You have the Scoobies, you have blah, blah. And it's like, not really. Like, you guys don't feel the need to tell yeah, your friends exactly what's going on. exactly open and honest yeah, as I we should so. be, you would think, when you're putting your life on the line. But Faith thinks so. And obviously they would say so. I mean, Willow would be pissed. I mean, Willow should be mad. Be For, like, what yeah. the fuck? You didn't tell me? What, what's yeah, wrong with you? Shit. We literally had this conversation just last episode. Talk to your friends. God. Talk to your friends. Bad. Avoid apocalypse. Uh, anyway, five it is. And episode specific, I put psych because I love that. I love the Sarah Michelle Gellar and that whole scene is fantastic. Yeah, she's great. Uh, which I gave a 10 of 10 because, yeah, with wiggling little fingers. Wiggling fingers. 40 overall for the episode, which puts it at uh, number, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually It's put a weird in. numbering system you've got yes. there. Wiggling fingers. Oh, yeah, nice. You got all the screen caps. I know. You got all the things. I try. So that gives us a total of 40 for the episode, which puts it at number 11 for the season. This is actually, I have a lot of episodes that are number 40. Clearly, I don't know what to do with them. So I keep raising everything to level 40 or to point score 40 so that I can adjust things as necessary. Well, that's fine. Do that at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So this is tied with Envan's Party, Beauty and the Beast, and Bad Girls. But it is one above Beauty and the Beast and one below Bad Girls. Fun. Okay. Mm. Stacia, how are you? Ready for your ranking? Yeah. Um, I was looking at this, and I don't know. I felt like I guess neutral about this episode, and then I started going down the list. Like, well, definitely not as good as Bad Girls. Definitely not as good as Gingerbread. Definitely not as good as uh, I don't know. Surprise, lie to me. Not as good as Killed by Death or Bad Eggs. Uh, oh, wow. And then I was like, whoa, now we're getting down in the drugs. <laughs> Not as oh, good as... Oh, you already hit that basement. No. <laughs> no, no. That's like, I don't know, in the 50th percentile of yeah. my list. Anyways, yeah, I was like, is it as good as the Zeppo? No, I don't think so. We're going to keep going down. Wow. So I am putting it... I know. Mostly just because I... Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> I am putting it at 42 out of 51. Okay. Whoa. It's about right. It's pretty low. It's below Teacher's Pet and Never Kill a Boy on the First Date and above Reptile Boy and I Robot Eugene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fair. I guess. I disagree completely. <laughs> Never mind. I take that back. It's unfair and I don't like it. Is it unfair? I don't know. This is... If we've had 17 episodes and I... Tell me why it's better than I Robot Eugene or why it's worse. Wait, what? <laughs> 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 Tell me why it's better than Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. I can't. Then my ranking is fair. Yeah, I mean that is the namesake of our episode or, or our podcast. True. Beat me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that line is in that episode. Yeah, Never kill a boy. Never kill oh boy. yeah. Okay, I was like, what? what? That, there's an episode called Beat Me. So while you were talking, I lowered my ranking because I <laughs> I put it too high. I realized 
because <laughs> it was like a competition with consequences. I'm just like, and that was 88, I think was the last one. Mm-hmm. Like, this sucks. This was worse <laughs> than consequences. At first I thought it might be better, but after this talk, I realized it's much worse. Uh, and so I just needed to go down to find out how worse. And so I get to uh, Inca Mummy Girl at 93 and I'm like, is it better than Inca Mummy Girl? Yes, by one. So it's 94, but it's nice. below Homecoming, which is 90. Or no. Yeah, Homecoming is 95. Oh, see, that sucks. Homecoming is 95. This one's 94. That feels wrong. Well, you can change. It doesn't matter. I'm making I'm making the call. 94. So 94. Bad. bad, bad, bad. Out of 137. Yes. Okay. Enemies is done. It's in the books. That was uh, a lot. A lot of information. We learned a lot of things. Maybe stuff we didn't want to know. Well, the expansion of the world is why yeah. it's a good good enough episode on, on its face. Yeah. Maybe that's why I put it up a little higher, too. I Two brand new people. It. it was nice to have them yeah. existing. Uh, so there's a bit of a break between now and the next episode. Um, so we're back on the 26th for Earshot. So keep your, us in your podcatcher, I guess. I hate that word so much. Until then, thank you so, so much for listening. It's a gosh dang treat to do this every weekish. So you should say goodbye. Goodbye. Daniel, say goodbye. Hopefully nothing happens in between then. See you on the 26th. See you for your shot on the 26th. Bye. I've got two words that are going to make all the pain go away. Miniature. Golf. Golf.